Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Confessions of the Christian Ship Podcast. My name is Amanda and we are back another Thursday, another episode, and I am so glad to have you all here today. Today I have a guest and I'm going to go ahead and let her introduce herself. Hi everybody, my name is Jayla. Um, I am from Chesapeake, Virginia. I am a young Christian girl who is just trying to get it right as much as possible. Um, So I do have a podcast as well. It's called Beautifully Made Podcast, where we talk all things faith, young Christianity, and mental health. Those are like the top three things that are very passionate to me. Um, And also those things need to be talked about a little bit more. Um, So you can be free to follow my podcast Instagram at beautifullymade.j, I believe. And then my, um, I do also do encouragement on my other, my like regular page, which is resilient.j underscore, um, where I just do a lot of encouragement, speak about my story, my journey, my life. So yeah. I'm looking forward to this. Let's go. Thank you. Thank you. And I'll be sure to put her Instagram handles in the show notes, guys, so you guys can follow her anyway. So you touched on it. You said, you know, mental health is one of the things that you are passionate about. And it's something that in this generation, we're fortunate enough, a lot of people are discussing mental health more than they were, you know, back then on our parents' generation and our grandparents. But although that is the case, I still notice that in the church, we're not speaking about mental health as much as we should be, or we could be, right? Like, would you agree to that? I totally agree. Right. It's like mental health is, I'm sorry to cut you off. It's like um, mental health is kind of like shunned in the church, kind of so more like, you can't be Christian and also go through mental, different mental illnesses, or, you know, you can't sometimes have a bad day. Like it's just shunned for some reason. Exactly. So a while back, I think it was season one, I did an episode about therapy and a lot of people reached out to me because they were like, you know, they just started therapy and they kind of felt guilty about it. And we'll get into all of that too, because it's like, as a Christian, should I be going to therapy? Shouldn't I just talk to Jesus and things like that? So before we get into the episode, I just want for all of us to be on the same page. It's like, what exactly is mental health? Like, how do we define it? How do we just kind of identify what exactly it is? Um, mental health to me is, it's a mind thing. It's like, it's, we as humans, we go, we, we have a lot of thoughts that go through our head. We have a lot of things that go through our mind. We're always either some people like me, I'm overthinking. So I may be overthinking a situation or, um, and then there's other people who think about the future. They think too far ahead or, um, they're like afraid of what the future may look like. So uh, mental health is definitely like a mind thing. It's all about what is in your mind. Are they good thoughts? Are they bad thoughts? Are they frustrating thoughts? Is, you know, some people, they hear voices. Sometimes it's, it's all different. So, um, but mental health is definitely, it starts with the mind and the mind starts with everything else. Like it's so important to have your mind in check in order to get, you know, your daily life in order as well so yeah 
you actually just said it all like it starts like you just said um it starts in our mind everything starts in our mind right so the same way we can't see like what our liver is doing what our kidneys doing like that's what's happening in our mind like things are happening sometimes we suppress them sometimes we don't realize why we're having these thoughts we don't realize why we're acting the way we act but like you said it's starting in our mind and you kind of said it already but that was my next question is like why is it so important for us to be aware of our mental health because a lot of us we just think we're living our life right we think if we're having a season of feeling sad we think you know there's nothing to it and we're not aware of actually what's going on sometimes it can be it could be the enemy right it could be um different thoughts that we're having so what is the importance of being aware of our mental health on a on a daily basis um the importance of being aware is to be able to feel like we're humans we're supposed to feel we're supposed to we're gonna go through lots and different emotions all the time but it's important that we understand what we're feeling, why we're feeling that way. Like a lot of times people, they say how they feel, but they're not, they won't express why they feel that way. What, what is the pinpoint of why were you so angry during this situation? Like what started that whole feeling? So it's important that you know those top, those top things so that way you're able to navigate through it so yeah. you can, you know, have a better mindset. Yeah. And that's so good because, you know, sometimes I like, I watch interviews sometimes of like, you know, Snapped, the show Snapped. Yeah. But, um, some people, they're like, they don't even know why they acted the way they did. Like, they don't know how they got to that point. And sometimes mm-hmm. you'll notice that it's been a buildup, right? But they weren't aware of the, of what was happening over time. They weren't aware of the way that they were being triggered by things over a length of time. And then they get to the point where it's like they snap, but it's like, did they really snap? Like, haven't they just been suppressing these feelings for a while? And it just, you know, when you boil water, eventually it's going to overflow if you don't turn down the heat, right? So I think sometimes when we're not aware of what's going on in our mind, The Battlefield of the Mind, which is a great book by Joyce Meyer, when we're not aware of that, eventually we'll get to a point where we feel like we're completely done and we could have caught it a long time ago. You know what I mean? Exactly. So with us being Christians, we're young adults, we're Christians. Is it, a lot of us feel like when we are struggling with mental health or we are having these thoughts that are contrary to what the Bible says, we feel guilty, Mm -hmm. right? So from your experience or just from what you know, how is it okay for Christians to struggle with their thoughts, with their mental health? You know what I mean? Like, can you just elaborate on that? Yes, it is because um, I grew up in church. Um, you know, my mom, she grew up in church, so it was, you know, passed down thing. So um, I knew what was going on in church, but I didn't know everything. I just knew that you couldn't question God. You couldn't ask him questions or anything of that nature. Um So that's all I knew. But as I grew up, um, I dealt with depression and anxiety when I was in high school and elementary school, actually, when I was younger, um, because I was bullied a lot. And I just I wasn't confident in myself either. Mm -hmm. Um, So I dealt with all those things. But when I started going to the church, going to church, um, I noticed (laughs) that a lot of people like they weren't in tune with who they were. Um, because of being a Christian and then you dealing with hard problems and issues you can't express how you feel about those issues you just have to give it to God 
and then that's it. Yeah, they like just pray about it, right? Like, right, just pray, pray about, about it. it. Yeah. But what I've learned in my experience um, dealing with depression and anxiety, um, I talk about all the time about uh, in 2020, I was going through a really tough spiral in my mental health and I was about to harm myself. Wow. And God was just like, you know, speak to me, you know, he told me to pray first. So um, I was just like, okay, so I got on my knees and I prayed, but my prayer was like, I just cried out to him. I told him how I felt. I told him what was going on, even though he already knows, but he still listened, you know, that's something so beautiful about him is that, and what I want young people to understand, like God wants all of you. He, you know, he wants you to express how you really feel. Um, He may already know, but he still wants to express that. That's the only way of healing. And he's okay with you asking him questions like, God, I don't know what the heck is going on, but I just need some, you know, I need some reassurance or something of that nature. Um, So yeah, like it's okay to struggle and and go through a tough time at the end of the day we are still human yes and we can't help if we're going through a situation and it's very difficult you know like people with grief like it can be it's very difficult to grieve and it's very difficult to go through these tough times god doesn't expect us to be robots and not have emotions so yeah. yeah And I think that's good. Like when you said God wants all of you, I think uh, some of us, we look at the being a Christian as, you know, God is some like far away person, you know, that we just serve instead of looking at it as like a relationship. Like, for example, my mom and I, we're very close. So sometimes when she does stuff, I can question her like, mom, like what, you know, what was that about? Or like, what's going on here? You know, and that's the same way with God. We don't need to understand everything that's going on in our lives. Right. But like you said, you just cried out to God. It wasn't, it wasn't a structured prayer. Sometimes we don't know what to say, but it's just crying out to him and just asking him, my God, I don't understand what's going on right now. I'm actually upset about what's going on right now, but I trust you. You know what I mean? As opposed to feeling like, oh, if I have these thoughts, I'm not truly a Christian or, you know, I don't really trust God if, if I'm questioning what he's doing. And that's not the case. Like Mm -hmm. he wants us to have that relationship with him on, you know, one-on-one. So, um, and I, and I just, you know, it's kind of unfortunate because like you said, growing up in the church, people just make you feel like this is not a thing. Like you can't talk about suicide. Like, you know, and these are real things, you know, why are young adult Christians still committing suicide if it was so easy, right? Why do they feel like they can't talk to anyone? And I don't want to go too much into suicide because like, I'm not like, you know, I don't want to trigger anyone, but I'm just saying that these are things that are happening in real life, whether we acknowledge oh, yeah. it or not. And if you're yeah, yeah, yeah. People that grew up in the church their whole lives and dealing with depression and dealing with um, substance abuse because they feel like they don't have an outlet. They feel like if they take it to the church, they're going to be judged or, you know, they'll just, like we said, just told to pray about it. And of course, praying is amazing. But sometimes you just need someone to talk to, right? Like you just need someone to to question and someone to, to just be there with you. And that's what it's about. So from your experience as young adults, like how, what are ways that we can overcome any mental health, practical Um, ways, right? That we can overcome mental health struggles. Yeah, I believe in finding someone you can trust. 
Um, That's a a big one. And when I say trust, I mean someone that you know that they're not going to go because there are people who go and tell all your business, but find someone you can trust and you can do that by just asking God to give you discernment on who to, you know, let know like what you're going through, the difficulties and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. Um, And for me, another thing that helped me was um, journaling. Um, yes. um, that was a big thing like I had a whole notebook just I, at the end of the day I just started writing everything that I was feeling um, and then another thing that really helped me and still helping me is therapy yeah um, I, I at first I was like well if I go to therapy people are gonna look at me wrong and they'll be like well she crazy yeah you know, that's the first thing people say well you crazy mm-hmm. if you go to therapy but no you know that is it's a form of release it's someone yeah. where where they don't know nothing about me. They can ask me questions and they also help me get to the core of why I was feeling the way that I was feeling. Um, you know, they help me understand even the people around me. How can I be aware of, you know, I'm learning to read the room and, yes. and so many things that can go on with therapy. So I think those three things can really help somebody get through, you know, mental health crisis or any type of thing so right and like you said people will be like oh you're crazy for going to therapy but it's like how come you're not saying we're crazy for going to the doctor when we're sick right like when our body is sick we go to a doctor so if our mind is sick you know we need to go to someone that can help us people that have gone through the professional training to help us identify why we're feeling why we're feeling the way we feel and um I think like I don't know how we're going to get to that point where we as a church, we understand that no matter what we do or say, mental health is real. And how are we going to start like tackling it from a young age? Because to be honest, like a lot of us, we've gone through trauma, right? And we may not realize it's trauma because, oh, you know, that's just the way my family is, or that's just how we do it in our church, but it's trauma. You know what I mean? It's real stuff. Right. And we're just so used to that. And I don't even want to say, you know, even going further and saying like in the black community as well, right? There are certain things that we do or that have gone on through generations that's just wrong. So I think the first step is being able to identify those things. So number one, we don't create, continue generational curses, right? So identifying that, like you said, going to therapy, having a professional actually help you identify, and then having a circle that you can trust, like you said, because we can't go through life alone. That's number one. And I used to, that's what I used to do. I used to go through life. I can, I'm be fine all by myself. I'm mm-hmm. good. And I'll be going crazy in my head. Like, mm-hmm. I can't do this. Like, you have to have a village, a circle. Yes. And that you said it praying for discernment because, you know, you can't tell your business to everyone because you don't want it to be thrown back in your face during, Mm -hmm. you know, when you get into a disagreement with someone. But um, just those things. And I think we as young adults, I love this generation because, you know, we are hands-on. We are trying to do things differently than our parents and grandparents. But Mm -hmm. I feel like we need to take it one step further as Christians and start realizing that, you know, God has put all of these things here on the earth for us to utilize and we need to start, right? So just from your experience and like just going through life, 
now you said, um, you mentioned 2020 being a tough year for you and we won't get too personal, but I just wanted to ask you like, at a, how are you now? Like, do you ever go back into that dark space or is it normal for you to one day feel okay and then one day, you know, feel down? You know what I mean? For people that are struggling with that. Um, sometimes 2020, year, 2020 was a rough year, but um, I actually went, I didn't go too deep in 2021 because I got sick um and it did mess with me mentally I was like I just started working then I got laid off and it was like so much that was happening back, yeah yeah so it was like oh my gosh what I'm gonna do yeah. um but as I started like I said like as I started talking with God crying out to him some days I just cried and he would literally it's, it's amazing how God works. Like he would use people or he'll even use like a commercial on TV. It's something that he would let you know, like, Hey, I got you. Like everything is going to be all right. Um, so that's some, that's why relationship is so important with God. Like he, he sees you and he hears you. Um, so that was a really, really tough year. Lately, this past week has been a little bit rough on my mind. Sometimes the mind plays tricks on you and mm-hmm. it makes you think, oh, you're a failure or mm-hmm. you're this, you're that. Um, but what I do, what I've learned from therapy, because I still go to therapy twice a week, I mean, every two weeks, yeah. um, what I learned is to understand that my journey is different than everybody else's. Um, and also just be in touch with my feelings and also changing my mindset, um, making it more positive, not thinking that just because it looks bad doesn't mean it is, you know, still looking at the, the grateful things. Um, so yeah, sometimes I do get into that mindset, but I do have to check myself (laughs) and be like, hold on Jayla, don't forget who you is. You a child of the most high. Like, so, you know, I have to keep, you know, um, so that's why I encourage people to just, it's the, it's always, it all starts with your mental. It all starts with your mind. Cause like I said, your mind could play tricks on you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And that's good. Um, just mentioning like knowing what Christ says about you. Right. So we have to remember the promises of God. And I know sometimes when you're going through it, it's hard. Right. But yeah. knowing what Christ says about you, because the Bible tells us to fix our mind on like what's true and what's pure. So once we know his promises, we know the plans that we have, although when we look around us, it may seem different to that, but we know the God that we serve and we know that he cannot lie. So that's the first way to kind of like, just nip those thoughts in the bud as soon as they come. Cause once you start watering them and letting them grow, they will take up space, right? So nipping it in the bud and just immediately like, no, this is not what God says about me, you know, and, and just professing what he does say about you. And I think that's one of the most important things is just remembering the God that you serve. And, you know, it's also not, um, you shouldn't feel guilty when you do have those days where it's like, you know, what, I feel off today. Right. Cause like you said earlier, you're still a human being. Mm-hmm. So th- that's going to happen, but just yourself grace. Right. Yeah. Just don't stay in it. But, you know, if it's one day fine, but don't let it become one week or one month. And before you know it, it's a whole year. So mm-hmm. is there anything else that you want to add just to encourage people that may be struggling Uh, you know today with mental health well I I just encourage you to keep going and to like uh Amanda said to confess the promises that God has already promised you 
Um, and also a, a beautiful thing that my grandma told me um, is this is not the finished product. Um, just because it looks this way, just because you may feel this way, doesn't mean it's always going to be this way and doesn't mean that God is done with you. Yeah. Um, you know, so just know, like, it's something that I had to remind myself, you're not a failure. Yeah. Um, and your journey can be different. It doesn't have to be like societies. It doesn't have to be what social media puts out. It doesn't have to be what your circle is doing. You yeah. know, you're different and your journey is unique for a reason. So it can reach the people that it needs to reach. Um, and so, yeah, just know that you are like my slogan. You are beautifully, wonderfully, and fearfully made love by God it. in his image. That's good. That's good. I love that. Well, Jayla, thank you so much. I think like this is a topic that will always be relevant yes. um, no matter what stage you are in life. So I love that, you know, we are having these conversations openly now, especially as young Christian adults. So if you don't mind sharing your social media just one more time for those that missed it, um, my social media, my podcast is again called Beautifully Made. Um, the Instagram is beautifullymade.j um, and my personal page where I, saw, where I also do encouragement as well is resilient.j underscore. Um, so you can follow me and you'll just, you'll, you'll definitely be having encouragement whether it's in my story or, <laughs> or it's on my page. Um, so yeah. Love it, love it. And you guys know that you can always follow Confessions of a Christian Chick on Instagram or send an email to Confessions of a Christian Chick at gmail.com and we'll catch you on the next episode. Yes.